Uh, I don't think Tom spoke today. Question. Um, in your opinion, when there's been off-the-field controversies in the past around here, sometimes you guys have developed an us-against-the-world mentality and it's worked very well. How does that happen? Can that happen now with what's going on now? I don't know. I really don't like the stuff that's being talked about now. Like, I don't, as players, it really like it doesn't pertain to us like at all. Like it, it has zero to do with us. So um, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. Like I remember our fourteen at Deflate Gate. Like I felt like that was for guys that played in that season. That was kind of like a direct shot. Like we only won because we did that. And I, I think like that was like that. But like this stuff, I mean, it has nothing to do with us as players. Does it? Does it ever? I wouldn't say like make you upset, but like you just mentioned, give you a direct shot to. He was saying you're winning because of not because of your hard work, but because you know there's other stuff going on. I don't know. My wife says there's certain things she does during a game, and if she doesn't do it, we lose. So um, I think that's way more disrespectful when she says that to me after games than anything. Um, so you know, I think it, it all comes. You know, for us, we go out here, we work hard, and we try to win. You know. You can't take that away from us. So I think that's the fun part. But, you know, there's always going to be things, you know. You know, if my mom and my wife and Jay's wife, if there's more than three people who come to the game, like, we shouldn't even play in the playoffs. Like, we're going to lose. So um, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Why are you guys so good at ignoring the game? Why is this team, you've been here for a while now, and there's been a number of off-the-field issues. But why does this team usually um, do well outside uh, just stay locked in on whatever it is in front of us. Our goals, um, whatever the game plan is that week. Like I think, I think we have a lot of core guys here that are older that have been here that understand we can only control what we can control. And um, you try to do that yourself, and then try to get the other guys that it might be new to them, uh, maybe rookies or new guys here, young in the league, and you try to get them to focus on the things you can control. Um, and I think once you do that, you're able to just go out there and play football. Um, and, and like anything else for us that go on that goes on in our life or off the field, like our one safe time is either on the practice field or Sundays when we get to play. And I think everyone kind of looks forward to that. And uh, we always want to, I think, be accountable to the guys in the locker room, accountable to uh, to everyone that puts work in and, and gives up time away from their family. So if that's going out there and winning the game on Sunday, uh, you want to do whatever you can to make sure you're your best. Every seven, you guys have an urgency to win that game. A little bit more urgency because it's been two weeks. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I don't someone's lying if they say they're they're not more urgent to win when you lose two in a row. I mean, you lose one game, you want to win that next game. You lose two games, you want. I mean, you watched. You know, I talked to my brother when they went they went 0 16 in Cleveland. It was like it was insanity because no matter what, after each loss, we still came back in, worked our butts off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday before the game. Felt like we were gonna win the game, like all in. And you keep doing it over and over again. And each time you don't get what you want, you work a little bit harder. You do a little bit more. So um, we're definitely at that stage, especially this time of the year. Um, you know, we kind of were in a similar situation last year. We talked about having a sense of urgency uh, to really see every game, you know, now is, you know, kind of a, a must win. And I don't see it as if you don't win. The season's over. But I think your preparation, you know, you have to start to prepare like that because that's just where we're at. You know, we got we're only – 
we're only promised three games now. And, um, you know, I think as players, if you, you come in the season and you got three games left, like, can you not put your all in for three games, give it everything? And I think that's the point of the season. And then next week it'll be two games. Then it'll be one game. And then after that, you know, if we're lucky enough to still be playing, if you don't win, that's it. So I think it's time to start developing that mentality. When you watch Joe Mixon, what do you see? Everything. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, you can see sometimes he'll get a play in the Oakland game in the red area. He got a play going right, took a step back, ran left, cut back, cut up the middle, scored a touchdown. So he's a guy that, you know, to me has the speed and, and quickness and agility to really go anywhere within the run. Um, but he has no problem dropping his head and running guys over. So um, really a, a bigger combination back that can do a lot on the field. Um, you know, obviously Bernard's a really good receiving back and uh, kind of a change of pace who plays on third down. But, like, you look at Mixon, he could easily – be in there on every down for them because he has that type of versatility. Similar to Chubb? I, I would say so. And, and, you know, good speed. You watch him, you know, he's running away from guys. Um, so I would say definitely similar to Chubb and some of the, some of the other guys we've seen, like a guy like Gurley, you know, Zach Taylor's from, you know, that kind of tree. So those guys that are bigger backs but can really do everything. A couple answers ago you mentioned last year and being in the situation losing two in a row last year. Can that help just because you guys always say last week doesn't matter, last year doesn't matter, but when you're drawing on something like that, can that experience help having gotten through it? I think you have that experience. So I think, you know, we understand like the season's not over. Um, whereas I think some other people might be like, damn, we lost two two in a row. Um, this is not what we wanted. You know, our, we're lost. What do we? And I think here we have a group of guys that knows what needs to be done. Now can you go execute it is the question. And um, I think that's why it's always last year doesn't matter because the thing is you executed last year. So if you think because you know, like, all right, yeah, this is easy. We'll just go win and we'll do this Sunday. Then we'll do it. Like that, that doesn't work. But I think because you went through it, you now have the mentality and know what you need to do. Um, but like anything, the hardest thing is execute it. How do you not get caught? Eleven. Mike was going. How do you not get caught in not looking at the one and twelve? Film, just watch the film. You watch them uh, last week in Cleveland, um, game all the way down to end. You watch them a week before against the Jets, a team that we know well and and how hard they compete. You know to go out there and win. Um, so if you turn on the film, you know they don't have many games where they just have no chance. Like there's a lot of close games um, within the season when they're playing, um, and I think especially for us on defense between Boyd. Um, and you got Dalton back in there, Mixon, Bernard, um, Eifert. You got a lot of, you know, Ross is a, a very fast guy. Um, they have a lot of good skill players. So um, we got to come ready to play as a defense. The, the offense is not produced like we're used to for the last five or six weeks. Does it lower your margin for error? Do you feel like as a defense you have to be a little tighter, a little bit cleaner because you, you don't know what you're getting from them? Uh, I would say this time of the year, you have to be like that anyway. I don't think that really makes a difference because, um, you know, you can say they're struggling and one week they go out there and score a ton of touchdowns and every, you know, and then the whole news cycle changes. Oh, is this for real? Like that's always moving. But I think this time of the year, your, your room for error is just not a, like everybody's better. Every team's better. Um, you know, you've had a, a ton of games and now prepare and get better. 
Um, you know, I just think about last week, like, you know, not playing as well in the first half as we played in the second. Like, you, in some games, you can't afford to do that. It doesn't matter how well you played in a stretch. Um, everybody's trying to put together a really good 60-minute game. So, um, I think that's what we got to continue to strive for. One of the things you guys talked about in camp, you want to be better on the road this year than last year. Even though you won a Super Bowl, you're three and five. What have you done? You're five and two going to your last one. What have you guys, you think, have done better this year on the road? Uh, it was a lot of the same things, but I think, you know, just starting off in training camp, the mentality of, you know, going to Tennessee, going to Detroit, being away for a while, and I think of bonding together and kind of creating a mentality of just hard work and, and going out there. Um, but, like, there's nothing special you can do on the road. Um, but you just got to have a group of guys that understands we're going into a hostile environment. A lot of times it's just going to be us, and we got to go execute. So I think we've done a better job of having that mentality. Um, but I think we also have realized, like, it's a week-in, week-out thing. Like, we have to go do that. You know, we played well on the road. We went to Baltimore and Houston, and that was terrible. Like, we didn't play our best game um, and, you know, came out with a loss. So I think we always have to go and do those things. Seen that diamond formation on pistol, where it's a fully loaded backfield. Um, there's been some play scores off the path. In that situation, what do you guys take from it? What do you have to do to adjust to it? Uh, I think the the one thing I would say is we can't have a mistake out of any guy. I think on all of those plays, it's played close to right, but like another person doesn't play it correct, and it's assignment football. Like anytime you see all that stuff, it's the old school triple option type things and you know like anybody you ask any football player when you play against that it's all about discipline it's all about knowing your assignment and doing it and I think each time this happened we've had a guy or two guys you know step the wrong way or you know go so that's usually what that comes down to when they do that um, it's understanding you know this is my rule like I gotta play to that and I gotta execute it right um, because it's like anything like no none of us see that a lot in this league anymore so um, when teams can do it and, and execute it pretty good as a defense, you gotta ride, you gotta raise your level of execution to make sure that you can stop it. But the sooner the sooner we stop it, the better off we'll be. Steph, do you feel any added responsibility as a team captain to talk to the younger players about staying focused on the task at hand when there's more outside noise than usual? Um, not not really talking. I think it's about going and doing it. Like we got a lot of these young guys; they're watching the guys ahead of them. They're watching the older guys, the guys that have been here. Um, so I, I'm, I always try to make sure I'm not preaching to guys and just doing those things and, and practicing with the right attitude, energy, um, doing those things this time of the year, talking around the building about what we need to do, the right things in defensive meetings, the other guys in offensive meetings and special teams. I think by doing that, you create an environment where that's the only thing that matters. And I think once you do that, then young guys, well, I know when I was a young guy, that's what I did. I didn't, you know, I, I watched Kevin Falk. You know, I watched what he did. I watched Gerard Mayo and Vince Wilford. Like, you know, obviously they spoke to me, but if they would have just sat there and sat me down and just kept talking and talking, I'd be like, man, did these guys ever do anything around here? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing is you got to do those things and the young guys will follow. Devin, what can you take from playing the Rams offense last year in the Super Bowl and what are kind of the key elements you guys need to be aware of? It's not, you know, if you watch Cincinnati, it's not really the same offense. Like Cincinnati, you know, you watch, they got some RPO in there. I'll say overall, like we didn't see that, you know, the Rams don't do much of that. So 
Um, you know, there's some crossover in there, but I would say you got to kind of watch Cincinnati for Cincinnati. It's not, you know, it's not exactly the same. Obviously, they have some condensed splits and things like that. They'll run fast to the ball and get a playoff fast, but um, some of those things all offenses do. So I would say it's not as similar um, as you would think, but I think that's what happens. Like, you compile a staff, now you get, you know, this guy's done this and his background, he's done that, and now you kind of mix it all together. So there's some Rams elements in there, but it's not exactly the same. Thanks.